Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions, and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him, michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Hi, this is Professor Chapman. Recently we've been doing some Facebook Live sessions where I've been answering questions from the listeners and participants. What you're about to hear now is some audio of those segments and I hope they'll be useful for you. In the States, there are clinics that virtually test every embryo that they're going to put back on the basis that improving the success rate. However, why hasn't it taken off like that in Australia? Well, there are two or three reasons. The first is, uh, ultimately, it doesn't improve the cumulative pregnancy rate. So if we put back an embryo with a genetic abnormality, which is what most embryos transferred these days aren't tested, the outcomes are likely to be a cycle that doesn't work and, or an early miscarriage. So that, you know, that uh, painful process is avoided if you do the genetic testing and only put back cuproid embryos. But there are downsides. There's about a 2 or 3% chance of losing a good embryo in the process of taking the cells from the embryo and sending them off to the lab, freezing the embryo, and then thawing it for a transfer once the testing has been done. There are also questions about the accuracy of the genetic testing. When we biopsying the embryo at five days, the embryo consists of two sets of cells. There's the outer cells, the ones on the, on the outside. Any of you that have sat in a, and had the embryo transfer done where there's a nice big screen in front of you and, and the scientist shows you the embryo, what you'll see is around the outside uh, are the cells that will eventually become the placenta called the troph ectoderm. And then inside, inside the blasted seal is the actual embryo. And that's a different set of cells, or it may be. When we biopsy the embryo, we're only testing the troph ectoderm. And there have been studies showing that you can have an abnormal placental cell line and that the embryo inside is actually normal. It's probably uncommon, but it's a possibility. There have been ways uh, tested to try and avoid the invasiveness of taking away 10 cells from the embryo. That's um, been done by testing the fluid in the culture medium that the embryo has been growing in and looking at the, the DNA, that's uh, the chromosome material that's in the culture medium. Sadly, that's not particularly well correlated with what's in the embryo. Something like at best 85 to 90%. So to use that technique is not a good idea. This was something that Monash were trying and uh, sadly um, they may well have thrown away embryos that potentially were normal. Uh, there's a lawsuit going on about that at the moment. So we don't do it that way. Another approach is to put a very fine needle into the blastocele where the, the actual inner cell mass that will become the embryo is, is sitting. 
and taking that fluid. But that's very experimental, but still less invasive than taking away 10 of the 300 cells. So in Australia, we tend to reserve PGT for women who have recurrent implantation failure. So you've had two, three, four embryos put back, haven't got pregnant, and you're wondering why. Doing genetic testing can help select an, an embryo that's going to have a better chance of survival. This is particularly the case in older women. So if you are 40 years of age and you get four blastocysts, which would be a pretty impressive result, to be honest, for a 40-year-old, but if you've got four embryos, three of the four are almost certainly going to be genetically abnormal. So you would have had three embryo transfers that would never have worked. They were doomed already. So if we hone down on the one good one and put that back, your pregnancy rate, the background rate in a 40-year-old is something like 15 to 20% per embryo transfer. It jumps to 55% positive pregnancy test. So it certainly improves the situation dramatically, but it's no guarantee. And that's the other reason we don't necessarily get, do it on everybody in Australia, because while it improves success, it's certainly not giving you 100%. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website, www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him, michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. 